Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Today's guest has over 20 years experience managing or supporting projects within the financial services, hospitality, and the civil nuclear energy industry. He is now using his experience to enable career executives and new startups to figure out their next steps. He is also an HR director for a management consultancy in Houston. The title of this episode is Searching for That Dream Career. Please join me in welcoming James Kennedy to Embers and Wind. Welcome, James. Hi, Keith, and and it's such a pleasure and an honor to be on your uh, podcast. So thank you very much for having me. What drives you, James, to help unappreciated high achievers transition into higher paying jobs they love? Oh, great question. And I think to answer that question, uh, Keith, is pretty much my story. Uh, You know, over 20 years, I've transitioned into six different careers. And a lot of those times, especially going out, is is sometimes you get pigeonholed into careers. And, you know, and and there's a question always, is this it? Is this all I'm meant to be doing with my life? Right. So uh, and then when you're trying to transition, there's all these barriers, external barriers. But most of the time, it's all internal barriers as well, Keith. Right. So I help people to uh, just give them a different perspective based on my challenges, my struggles of being stuck in a job I hated. Right? Not that I hated apologies, that's, that's too strong a word. Stuck in a job where I wasn't learning anymore. And also in, uh, uh, in between jobs where I was struggling to get the next job, even with all my amazing experience. So that's why I do what I do. And you're a high achiever, correct? I, I love to think so. I'd love to think so. And I would put myself in that category. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Tell us about Dream Job Search Support Network. Keith, that's a, another good question. So in terms of obviously myself and changing careers six times, you know, it's all connected. So this, it's a free Facebook uh, community that I look after and I help and I just share as much information as I can and answer people's questions in there. But it's more about if we're going to be spending 40, 50, 60 hours plus at a job, right? Why don't we enjoy it? Why don't you have more fun at it? Because I'm a big believer that when we have fun at work, we get to do better and get more expert at the things that we like and enjoy. So instead of just getting a job and yes, we need to pay the bills, uh, Keith, and all of that sort of things. But for me is, but let's enjoy it. Let's figure out what the dream job and the dream job for everybody is completely different. So my role in what I love to do is help people figure out what it is uh, they're looking for. But in a community setting, like a free Facebook group, you're able to share your stories and your challenges with other people as well. Well, I've watched a few of your LinkedIn videos, and by watching them, there's no question that you have a passion to serve others for me. Thank you very much, Keith. How do you help people understand your passion? Ooh, how do I help? I think for me, uh, Keith, it's it's just by showing up every day. 
right? You know, so Ellie, thank you very much for, and as you just quite rightly said, you can see my passion, right? And for me, it's, you know, a step on this entrepreneurial journey is it's like, okay, yes, you need the technology, you need everything else, you need everything, all the setup and the processes that are all just as important, right? But the passion needs to come through in everything you're doing. You know, it's like, well, the easiest, the fastest and the quickest way for me to do that is just to put myself out every day and just have fun while I'm doing it. When I'm doing the videos and everything I'm doing is I'm looking to say, how can I teach something? How can I give value today? But how can we have fun doing it as well? And then there's something about when you help somebody and you know you've helped them, there's something that happens within you. So tell us about an experience where you help somebody. So, for example, uh, you you know, when when I start working with people, Keith, and, and, you know, it starts off with a resume and the clarity of what it is they want to do. Okay, And most people, including myself, once upon a time, hate resumes. Okay, because they're good at their job, but they don't know how to put into words how amazing they are. And I keep reminding you, it's a skill in itself. So I had one lady that was so down in the dumps, because that's when most people come to speak to me, Keith. Mm-hmm. And I always ask my clients and the people I'm potentially going to work with, how would they rate their resume on a scale of one to 10? 10 being amazing. Okay. She was so down in the dumps that she rated it a one. Wow. Right. And this is a lady with. 25 years plus experience and you know stuff happens at work it affects our uh, motivation affects affects our self-esteem and that's where she was when she came to me that she was so low she enumerated it a one so part of my challenge before i help them go and get a job you know start applying for jobs that is to help them with the confidence first and show them just how amazing she is and like with most of the clients i work with that i don't let them go until they label their own document that they originally rated a one until it comes to a nine or 10. So even before they land the job, when they tell me and give me the feedback that it's a 10, then I understand that they know the value of the work and what they've done in the past. So she was at a one, she raised it to a nine or 10, and then what happened? 10, and then a 10, and then she landed a job. She landed a job, right? So it's like, as always, when I'm working with people, I'm looking for the double win. Right. First, they need to believe in it to understand how amazing they are first. And then with that energy going out to the world, is it's like that's what you put into your resume. That's what you put into your interviews. And that helps you land the job. I like that. So there is a leaked in story yes. that I read. Yeah. And what is referenced in this story? Actually, this person talked about the STAR method, and they used the STAR method to win not just one job, but multiple jobs. And what they said in their comment was that they never got a no. Every time that they used the STAR method, they landed the job. Tell us about the STAR method. Brilliant. Thank you. Great question, Keith. So in terms of the, the STAR method, right? And so for, for those that are familiar with interviews, it's a format on how to tell your story in interviews. So normally the, the S would stand for situation, T is for task, A is for the action, and R is for the result, okay? And I always work, when I'm working with people, I'm telling them, they said, you want to be telling stories of similar problems you fixed in the past related to the job description, and what the hiring manager needs. Because when you can help solve the hiring manager's problems and help them easily connect how what you've done in the past can help them, it makes the hiring manager's job so much easier. So the STAR method is normally in interviews. You wanna be thinking of a job description as a list of problems. 
That's why they're putting the job description out there. They needed somebody yesterday to help do all this problem, fix the problems on the job description. So if you think of a job description as a list of problems, you as the superstar need to come in and show through your stories and your past experience how what you've done in the past can help them. When we turn it to change the perspective into problems, then we go through the star method again, situation. What's the problem that you've solved in the past? Task is what did you have to do? Action is all the different things that you did to get there. And then the result is the so what? Because I remind people that every business out there, they need to be making money, saving money, and meeting regulatory requirements. The three most common things that every business needs. So in the so what, whatever the you know, process you improved or sales thing, it needs mm -hmm. to connect to the business, any business out there, because it's exactly yeah. the same, right? So when I say to them, the so what, it is to connect in there. And so the star method on a resume would have story about what you've done and the result, okay? And leave out how you did it. Because I say to them, you need to keep the hiring managers keen and also reduces the amount of work you put in your resume. The problem you fixed and the result. They want to know how, and it's based on the job description. They need to call you in for the interview. In the interview, you can just add it back in again, the full story with the actions. Now, I noticed that some of your LinkedIn, you call them features. Yeah. Some of your features on LinkedIn were actually recommendations written by yes. others yes, on your are. profile. Yes, they are. Tell us more about that. So in terms of, okay, so the reason why they're in features is because a lot of these people I've worked with them. I understand their backstory. And so what I've done is I've taken some of the recommendations out of the recommendations pile and I'm sharing it and not just on LinkedIn, but I also share it on my Facebook and my Instagram and my, you know, all my social media. So for me, it's to show that, okay, you can see the success and what they got, but I delve into, you know, how long they've been out of work the story beforehand, right? So it's not just the, the pinnacle, I've got a job. Right. The backstory matters, the context to see where they were before and how low they were before we got to the success bit. Because the success is just a small part of the whole story. So I love to elaborate and say where they were beforehand as well. So one of the things you're good at is helping people build confidence. How do you do that? So confidence, thank you for that. Great question. In terms of building confidence, it's helping people through the STAR method understand the experience of what they've done in the past and how valuable they've been in the past. Because a lot of people do the work. And, and you know, I'll give you an example, Keith. There was an intern, her job title, that was helping to translate project management, uh, project uh, documents from, from uh, Mandarin into English. And she was the intern because the director, you know, uh, spoke Mandarin and that's all he could speak. And so she speaking in Mandarin and English translated these project documents and project briefs for the construction team. And I said to her, okay, wow, amazing. And how much was the value of these documents and project session? Oh, about up to $14 million. And the wow. intern was doing that. But I was saying, you're doing this amazing stuff and it's not on your resume. There's things, the problem with a lot of people keep, people do amazing and great jobs every day, but they don't think about the impact their work is doing, right? And so helping people get the confidence is just reviewing some of the stories, problems, problems and challenges they fixed in the past and helping them to understand the impact of what they've done. Now, there is a quote that I'm going to share. Okay. And what this quote is, is at every step, he helped me to become more conscious of my talents, achievements, and potential that I was not aware of at all. 
I rediscovered my passions and finally learned how to effectively communicate my strengths in a CV. Curriculum Vita is now worthy of an A+. Can you share this story? So that lady there is an amazing, passionate uh, lady that's uh, current job title is, is a spa receptionist. And she's got these huge dreams for the future, right? And, you know, uh, when I was working with her and speaking with her, in the beginning, it felt like it was unreachable. It is like, you know, it's a pipe dream and couldn't happen. And so working with her was just helping to understand what she's done in the past. Right. You know, as I was talking with her, she's as a spa receptionist, she only tells half the story. She's worked in some of the top five star hotels and boutiques in the spa receptions for them. So, you know, I said to her, well, you know what amazing looks like. You know what high standards looks like. Right. Because you've been in all these places in all these different companies and the training they've given you to make sure that, you know, give you a five star service. And I said to her, none of that is highlighted on your resume. Right, because it put the name of the hotel or everything. It's like you know, no one knows if it's a two star, three star. If you're not in there, okay. So I said to her, you know, she loves training. She knows how to send standards and everything like that. And I'm working with her at the moment, Keith, to help her transition because she realizes she loves the beauty aspect of everything. So she's transitioning at the moment, Keith, from a spa receptionist into an interior designer. Oh wow! So well, that's the challenge we're working through, but it, she's loving it and she's found a new lease of life as well as going through that, right? So she's excited again. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's challenging, but she's up for the challenge. And, you know, my point, my job is to support her along the way to make sure that she carries on and gets what she wants. Now on the podcast, people can't see your face. I can see your face <laughs> and I can see how you light up when you tell these stories. Thank you. Thank you very much, Keith. Yeah, I love it. Like, you know, I'm used to video, so, but, you know, um, Hopefully, when someone re- watches this later, that yeah, the enthusiasm for and the love for what I do is just there. And, and, and you know, for me, it's it's like I tell all my clients, don't tell me, show me. And that's for me to to show up and show myself as well and show my passion for what I do as well. You do it very effectively, James. Much appreciated, Keith. Well, I, I have to say, Keith, it, it's also part of the the company you keep as well, right? So thank you for providing a this environment where this just flows easily as well. So thank you. You're welcome. Now, you speak four different languages, correct? Yes, I do. And you provide help in those four different languages too? <laughs> no. So mo- most of my courses and what I do is in English. So I do speak Spanish because my, my wife is Spanish. My, 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 that side of the family is all Spanish. So I need to, and I can speak in Spanish and talk to people, but I, I'm keeping to my strengths and I'm speaking with the English form with the most of my clients that I speak with. Thank you for clarifying that. I was wondering about that. So how do you help people once they land their dream job? How do you help them keep it? Love it. So in terms of helping them keep it, well, in terms of the skills and stuff that I've given them, Keith, what's a dream job one day? might not be what they want to do forever. So the tools that I'm giving to people as part of the resume course, as part of the training and everything that I give them is a skill for life. So that when they've had enough of that one job, they can start looking for the next level and whatever the next level is for them. Because when I work with people, I said, your resume is a living document. The next job that you get into, there's going to be stories, there's going to be problems that you've had there that you need to keep documenting all the way through. So that when it comes to the next job, you already have the stories there. You've kept up to date to help you go on to the next level, whatever the next level means for them. Thank you. Tell us about your masterclass on developing resumes and how to nail interviews. 
Love that. So in terms of the masterclass and, and what I'm doing is, so there's different versions of it, Keith. So there's a, a do-it-yourself version, right? Where I've taken basically two people through the whole course of everything I've done to help them understand the resume and to understand the job search process from the hiring manager's perspective. Okay, because I remind people, managers, because I used to be one in the past, don't really care about us yet. They care about what you, we can do for them. And I remind people that, uh, you know, managers are putting out fires on a daily basis all the time, right? They're just a normal part of the day and trying to do that. So an interview is an interruption to the day, but the day doesn't stop just because they need to interview people, just because they need to reduce resumes and CVs and all that, right? So I say to people is, so the whole process, Keith, is all about understanding what the hiring manager wants and learning how to tell our own stories to match what the hiring manager wants. Thank you, James. There is somebody who's joined this conversation and they are in a dilemma because okay. they're wondering what to do next. Mm. Do you have a story you can share that might inspire them? Another story? Another story. Yes. Okay. So one of my clients, she moved from... Peru and she went to study in Germany. She moved from Peru to Germany and uh, the plan was to get to get, do a master's there in English and then move back to Peru to go carry on a career. Unfortunately or fortunately, she found the love of her life. And so she got married in Germany, which meant she had to incorporate herself into the culture. She had to learn German as well, okay? And through all of that, she was trying to, you know, continue a career, looking to how to pivot. She was out of work, Keith, for five years, right? Between That's studying, getting time. married and everything is five years. So you can imagine when she came to me after countless applications, applications and not getting any jobs, how low she was when she got to me. So I said, okay, no problem. We just keep working. And so helped her with the resume, helped her with video presentation, and all those sort of things. She applied for 15 roles, Keith. From those 15 roles, she had one interview, number 15. Mm -hmm. That one interview, got, she got offered the job. Awesome. Right. And that's five years out of work and transitioning as well from a communications background into a UX design role as well. So pivot country, culture, problems and challenges and starting a new career altogether. And I said, well, it's fine, but you need to learn how to transition your experience and what you learned in the past mm -hmm. and translate it into the new company. So, and so, yeah, and she's much happier now doing what she does. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, I noticed you, you're on a run of doing videos every day. <laughs> yes, I, I think am. you're yes, 300 plus. Yes, I am at the moment. Yes. And you've got a goal of 365. So tell us what drives you to do a oh. video every day on LinkedIn. So if you can, great question, Keith. If you can imagine it, I'm actually, I'm very introverted at heart, Keith. So for me, it was about in terms of I have all this passion. I have all these things to do. But in the past, there was a question of, should I do a video today? Should I do this today? And so a lot of those internal dialogue in our, in our mind stops me from doing the things I want. One of my biggest sure. challenges is obviously being an introvert and also lack of consistency as well in things that I've done in the past. So from my perspective, what I was doing was like, how can I get over this? And, and so I, I went out on the 1st of January, Keith, and I said to people, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to be doing it for the all of January. Just give that a go. 
January came, so okay, this is not so bad. And then I did it for February. And somewhere probably mid-March, I said, okay, let's just go crazy. Let's do it for the whole year. Because I've never done anything else like this before. So part of this journey of why I'm doing these things, Kip, is to prove to myself that I can. So these videos, and yes, I'm helping people, and I'm showing it, but these videos is to show up for myself, help people have fun, and prove to myself that this is indeed my passion. Well, you won me over. I'm impressed. Thank you very much, Keith. Thank you very much. I enjoy much. your videos. <laughs> much appreciated. Now, do you have anything else you want to say to share for somebody who's struggling right now with maybe they're not happy with what they're doing and they're looking for something that's more fulfilling? And perhaps they're a high achiever like you yes. and they want something better. Great question. Great question, right, Keith? And what I would say to that is to reach out and connect with people and get different perspectives, okay? Because, and sometimes it's also better if that person is not related to you or part of your circle because the people around you know you. So they have all these uh, prejudgments almost of who you are and everything like that. When you speak to a stranger, it's a blank slate. You know, it's a blank slate and, and you know, you can... So, so I would say to people, if you don't know what you want to do, just try different things out. Because I see a lot of people, Keith, we want the certainty that the, what I do next is what it's going to be. And I'm saying, there's no such thing as certainty in life. And you don't know you're not, if you're going to like something unless you try it out. But before you try things out, you can connect to different types of professions on LinkedIn in the types of jobs you think you would like. Not everyone is going to connect with you, not everyone. And, and but if you connect with people, understand what they do, understand why they like what they do. I know. And from there, get an idea of, hey, this might be right for me. I'll explore it even further. You know, this day and age, Keith, there's online courses. Yes, we talk about degrees, but, you know, there's courses everywhere that you can take for the skills and some of the qualifications you need to get into where you want. You can also volunteer as well in different things just to try things out as well. So how can someone connect with you, James? Oh, thank you very much for that, Keith. So I'll send you the details, but I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn every day. I have a free Facebook group about, you know, James Support Network and there's content in there and interviews from previous clients as well that have landed jobs. And as part of giving back, they've done an interview and they're sharing their advice to other job seekers as well. Don't know how, what they've gone through and they shared their journey. So that's there on Facebook. And yeah, and, and if anyone wants to reach out and connect and uh, book a call, just say hello and talk things over. I'm always happy to chat and speak to everyone. That's just what I love doing anyway and connecting with people. And if somebody wants to learn from you, maybe they're not happy and they're looking for something else career-wise. Yes, how could you help them? How could they learn more from you? So, so Keith, in terms of what I do, uh, I'm a big believer in the connection before the mm -hmm. skills and everything else. So if nothing else, uh, think of it as uh, an interview of interviewing each other to see if we're the right fit for each other. So I say to people, look, right, I might not be everyone's cup of tea because I'm all over the place and too happy and too enthusiastic and it's not for everyone. It's like, it's fine. Okay, but just come and have a chat. Let's talk and, and see if I can help. And if not, I'll still give you ideas and stuff. And then off you go. And it's, it's fine because for me, it's, it's connection. It's all about connection mm -hmm. and Keith. And then I just love helping people and helping people that love helping other people. And so we just go from there. So yeah, reach out on my LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, we'll have a, a range of chat from there. Thank you, James. And you also have a free Facebook group that people can yes. join. Yes, yes. And learn. Dream Job Search Support Network. Yes, indeed, there is. Very good. So I'll include these things in the show notes. I'll have your LinkedIn profile and I'll also have the Facebook group 
Yes. And I can put your Facebook page in there too. Thank you very much, Keith. That'd be great. Okay. Thank you so much for this conversation today. I enjoyed talking with you, this conversation. And I believe that there are many people who connected with you that want to continue the conversation after today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Keith, and very much appreciate it. And, and I would say it's been an honor and a pleasure. And thank you very much for inviting me onto your podcast. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today on Embers and Wind. We look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.